Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you. The meeting of the Inner Circle is always intended to exalt the oneness of our being, to emphasize how blessed we each are with each and every breath and every bit of our heart to remind us of the duty, obligation, and responsibility that we each have on behalf of those that we represent, on behalf of all of those who came forward, who sacrificed, who did what they did so that we we have a greater way, greater access to the greatness of ourselves. We have duty, obligation, and responsibility to truly honor, but to honor with our lives by the quality of our lives, the quality of our being, the substance of our presence, being in a place and space where we are caring and mindful and thoughtful and considerate and conscious and conscientious to be completely committed to walking in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence on behalf of the wholeness of existence itself. We're in a now moment that requires us to understand that it is our time. We were given one life. It should be an eternal life to realize that we are dwelling in the realm of eternity animated by the same intelligence that blazes the sun, has the world spinning, and we are all immersed in this reality that is heaven. And if you're having hellacious experiences, if you are having this frequency of energy where you feel like you don't have, you can't have, they doing this to you, and they doing this to us, and whatnot, but you have to come to a point in place where you realize that when you align yourself with the intelligence of existence, the laws of existence, those ones and these things don't have any real impact or effect on you except to spur you forward into greater commitments to walking in a greater degree of care and conscientiousness and commitment to being completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified in the light of the truth of the ones that we each are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. Those ones are not strong enough or great enough to undermine the intelligence of existence. They are not great enough. They are not greater than the intelligence of existence. There's nothing that they can do to really thwart the intelligence of existence and its progressive unfoldment in the light of the truth of the all that it is as infinity and eternity. And we should be in the mode of progression in fulfilling our destiny in the resurrection of us as a humanity of people. It's not something that can be legislated except those of us who come to that point where we are government here can begin to create new edicts, statutes, and legalities that are in harmony with the laws of existence. But there are no ones who have been authorized by the intelligence of existence or the will of existence or the creator of all to be the legislators and the perpetuators of death as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity. We are in a place and space where we need to not be in complicit complacency and complicit with our own cellular oppression by continuing to feed from the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens and hens and quails and ostriches and alligators and crocodiles and all of these things, denying the right of other beings to 
perpetuate themselves. We are in a place and space where we have to realize the laws of existence and that which we do unto others is being done unto us. And to be in a place where we understand that, yes, we have all things available to us right now. But it does you no good to be about trying to get the money if you don't have a conscious care to be in the light of the truth of yourself, the wisdom and the intelligence of yourself, being in harmony with your destiny, exacting and invoking and activating your DNA to cultivate your own generational wealth so that you can bring forth the richness of this experience by virtue of the quality of your own thought, your own care, your own vision, your creativity, your ingenuity, your talents, your skills, and your abilities towards adding to the blessedness of our collective being. But instead, y'all want to act like there's no purpose in being other than eating yourselves to death and screwing yourselves to death and working yourselves to death because you got to die from something anyway, so you're going to have as much stuff as you possibly can. And the issues that I'm concerned about is that now that it is chic to be plant-based and it's trending to be in live food and raw food and whatnot. The issue is taking the responsibility to clearly cleanse yourselves from 20, 30, 40, 50 years of the accumulation, the saturation, the concentration, and the contraindication of nitrates and nitrites and BHA and BHT and all manners of preservatives and hormones and antibiotics and pharmaceutical residues and reefer residues and alcohol residues and all of this sugar residues and aspartame and all of this stuff that is accumulated in your brain and pineal gland, pituitary, all of your organs, all of your systems. So it's not good enough to just change your diet. It's necessary to realize that in order to truly be successful in this life, we must come to that place and space where we consciously care to step off the path of adulteration, the path of sickness, illness, disease, and death, to claim your life and to claim your light and to really be cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized so that you and I are revivified in the light of the truth of the ones that we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence and to know that our time is now and that we cannot truly be respected as real men when we do not have the courage to take responsibility for aligning ourselves with the laws of our own being so that we have access to the abundance of all there is to adequately supply and support and provide for your women and your children. And we can't truly, really expect to be respected as real women, the perpetuator of lineages of people, when we allow our children to be fed from bags of processed and devitalized and degerminated and bastardized garbage called potato chips and hot fries and Doritos and Fritos and all of these things that put you in a position where you are an enemy to your lineages. The day in which we're living is calling us to care, to walk in the integrity of the truth of who we are, to reclaim 
the inherent divinity and dignity and integrity of who we are as conscious immortals. Coming to that place and space where we will do whatever it takes to be revitalized and revivified in the truth of ourselves, to walk upright in the righteousness and right alignment with the will of existence and not give what men have made greater power and authority in our lives than that which we were given as commandments to live our lives with the wholehearted care and love of that which beats our hearts and breathes us, that we should be loving our being and loving the source of our being and loving the reality of being with our whole heart, body, mind, life, with all of our might so that we are able to create a direct line of light with our souls. We are in a now moment that requires us to really dig deep and reach high to be in the integrity of our own authenticity because we will never, ever be able to earn, beg, borrow, steal, be awarded or rewarded anything that is greater than who and what we already are, regardless of what the WHO and the IMF and the BFF and the MFs and all them other ones are, are declaring for the world. Those who have no love, no light, no wisdom, and no truth should have no power and authority in your life. But being in a place and space where we realize that if those ones, those ones who have no love, no light, no wisdom, and no truth, but they can apply themselves by matriculating through schools of miseducation and religious dogma and doctrine and script and all of that can come to a point where they have undue influence in your lives that you can and I can take responsibility of truly being able to influence things in ones towards the greatest good because we have earned our rights as a result of our desire to be completely cleared of the violations, to be completely forgiven, to be repentant and, and committed and recommitting ourselves to being whole, body, heart, mind, lives and soul in a direct line of light with our angels, our guides, our guardians, and our ancients. To know that duty, obligation, and responsibility in this life is to self-actualize, to self-realize, to realize the one real eye that allows us to act in its behalf, in harmony with its will and its way, its laws and its order, so that we dwell in a perfect peace and a perfect poise and are able to access an abundant and prolific prosperity because of our own ingenuity, creativity, ideas, and our care to be able to respond correctly and directly in any and every now moment towards the greater good, towards the wholeness, towards the glory and honor of those through whom we've come on behalf of those who are with us and who have come through us and with the conscious intent to leave a greater opportunity and legacy for even greater degrees of self-actualization, self-realization as conscious immortals on behalf of our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, but it requires us to have a new thought, a new way, a new orientation that is the right orientation in being on the planet because this is what they have missed in terms of those who have taken responsibility to give us an orientation as to what success is on the planet, but they did not take responsibility for giving us a proper orientation as to what the purpose in existence upon the planet is. And for all of the education, they did not 
articulate for us or allow us to come into a natural enfoldment of questioning and answering and knocking and seeking to have an understanding and an understanding and a direct line of light with our angels, guides, and guardians so that we are understanding who and what the human being is, what it is our capacity, our potentiality, what is our destiny, what and who are we here? And because there is a global initiative that is divisiveness, to have us divided within ourselves, so races against races and nations against nations and men against women and women against men and sons against fathers and daughters against mothers and all of this divisiveness. And in order to counteract the divisiveness, in order to have leverage over it, then we must apply ourselves to being whole within ourselves. We cannot undermine ourselves and think that we can practice wholeness. Just because we begin to practice holiness, and when we look at the word whole, H-O-L-E, understand that the whole is symbolic of that which the substance has been removed, and so that which is holy in terms of the holy Bible and the holy Quran and the holy this and holy that, there's something significant that is missing from it. Because for all of those who are dealing with it, then it seems as if, if it were absolutely and totally whole, then we wouldn't have missed the truth in it and we would not be living lives in light and in spite of it. And that there are those who've never read any of it who are more adept in the art of loving and being and clearing and cleansing and healing and committing because they followed their own heart. They knocked, they asked, they seek, they began to really have an understanding and an understanding as to what promotes real wholeness and happiness here. Happiness is a reaction of the soul when it performs in light, a reaction of the spirit when it is truly harmonizing with its, with the will of existence and being aligned with their own souls, which is perfect, perfectly hewed to the laws of existence. If our souls were with us and we were tuned and tapped in, then there would be no erroring. There would be no murdering and lying and stealing and robbing and slaving and thieving and pimping and whoring and all of the things that set us up for failure because we have not understood that the responsibility in being is to be aligned in the integrity of our divinity and to walk in it and to understand and respect that the body designed by the intelligence of existence has a perfect functioning and it has capacity by virtue of the intelligence that is infused and imbued within it to heal itself. And we as the beings that dwell in the body has the responsibility to will for the wholeness of our bodies, our hearts, our minds, and our spirits so that we are able to walk in alignment with the wholeness of life itself. But it's delusion to think that we can prosper when we are a detriment to ourselves. It's delusion to think that there is some prosperity and richness and wealth that one can have when it wars against other points and parts of existence itself. There is delusion in thinking that money and coinage and things that men create 
is greater than the people themselves or the earth themselves or the resources that come from the earth themselves. And being amiss, the responsibilities and duties of being as men, the progenitor of lineages and wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, puts us in a place and space where no matter how hard we worked and how long we worked and what we did and what our credit score was and all of our acquisitions and all of the things that we may have accomplished, if we died at the end of it, it means that we truly never lived because we dwell in the realm of eternity. It is not something that is coming. It is the totality of all that is already. And as the water is warming and the ice is melting and the waters are rising and the storms are brewing and the volcanoes are activating and the sinkholes are forming and the earth is quivering and quaking, understand that there has already been a judgment that has been issued upon the world. And that judgment is death where we have been participating in death, where we have been the violators of our children and the violators of our lineages and have chosen to live in the ditches and valleys of degradation and to feel entitled to be wrong, to exercise a free will to our own theories and opinions as opposed to being driven towards absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth, which lays foundation for the reality of our salvation and our deliverance and our being realigned and reoriented as the children of God and those who perpetuates wickedness and sinfulness as if there is some virtue in it. Well, you know, you can't appreciate the good if you don't know the bad. Oh, you can't appreciate the light if you don't know the darkness. Oh, you can't appreciate dancing with God if you didn't dance with the devil. The issue is some people linger in it too long. And they bring children forward while they're dancing with the devil and lingering in the darkness. Being in violation of the laws of existence itself. And where we were told the sins of the fathers are visited upon the children, then we understand that there's no virtue in lingering in being out of alignment with that which is right and that which is healthy and that which is wholeness and that which is goodness. And to see our elders come to a point where they've lost their minds and they've lost their their grip on life and they would prefer to be wrong and even though they are reeked in pain with their arthritis and their rheumatism and and can hardly remember yesterday or years ago and they're reliving this, this program from years ago but can't remember who they gave birth to understand there's no virtue in that there's no wisdom in it and it is the evidence of the impact of what feeding off of flesh and dairy and eggs and chicken and fish and flour and sugar and alcohol and tobacco and sugar and and coffee and, and all of this stuff, this is what it does to us. So now that we can see and have evidence in our families 
of the detriment that that which they call food, which is the tools of oppression, and that which they perpetuate as the tools for our having greater fun, are the weapons of mass destruction in the tobacco and the alcohol and the white sugar and all of these artificial colors and artificial things that that are wrapped in all of this colorful wrappings and whatnot and put so that the little ones, the two-year-olds, the three-year-olds, when you're checking out at the stores, they can just reach down and grab this and say, Mommy, get me this, and Daddy, get me that, and here, I want this, and I want that, just to shut them up, they will get it. A people who poison their children. are people who are destined to die. We have to come to a point and place where we begin to stand forward and stand up, regardless of what hue of people we are, for the wholeness of everything and everybody. And yes, there are those who will cry and scream and hoot and holler if you were to take cigarettes off the market. If you were to say, oh, well, we've created a moratorium on death. We realize that we've been wrong all of this time, and so we are no longer supporting the manufacturing of meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, and all of this stuff. And the people would riot in the streets as opposed to rejoicing in the opportunity to be supported through legislation, (laughs) through government, in no longer being able to buy and invest in debt. And so we're not able to make people do anything, but we are able to knock and pray and ask and give thanks for the strength to apply ourselves wholeheartedly towards salvation and deliverance from the lies and the delusions and illusions of that which we think is fun. when we see that it ends in death. And I am the voice on behalf of the establishment of the eternal order upon the planet and the eternal government as well as eternal laws to remind us that it is already that which is. And the activities and the actions, the mission statements the objectives and the agendas of wicked people cannot thwart it, cannot rebuke it or revoke it. And that whether you participate with it or not, it cannot be stopped. And those who choose not to exalt a full life's urge and to be a detriment unto themselves will reap the harvest that is consistent with the seeds that they've sown 
and those of us who care to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified so that we can literally walk in the fullness of the intelligence of who we are as light beings and light bearers and come to that place where we have the light, we have the love, we have the wisdom, we have the truth, we have the direct connect. We can bring forward in any now moment that which is current and relevant for the now moment. To be able to respond correctly and directly towards the wholeness. To activate, invoke, and call forth the greatness of the lineages that we represent to the glory and in the honor of all of those who've come before us. It is not good enough just to call their names. It's not good enough just to honor their birthdays. It's not good enough to just recognize the days that they, the day, the dates that they were killed and assassinated. What is needed right now is for us to understand how blessed we are on behalf and for those who have come before us. But we are to be the greater blessing to ensure the progression of our lineages, to exalt the greatness and the divinity of who we are as a global humanity, to know that it. It is our time. And if you turn everything and everybody off that is not speaking to the soul of you, to the light of you, to the truth of you, and you begin to affirm and declare your love and your desire to walk in the integrity of your own authenticity, where you will reach for life by breathing deeply because we are breatharian first, where you will flush your system by drinking more and more water, understanding that water-based foods, your fruit and your vegetation, regardless of what state they're in, is greater than and better for you than feeding off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificial colors, artificial flavors, all the flour products and the doughs and the donuts and the pastries and all of those things that create nothing but mucus turn your blood to sludge so your spirit is always burdened and heavy where you are not able to rejoice in the blessedness of being you're not able to have the actualization and realization of living in paradise that you are always focused on what they're doing they being the ones who have very little love light wisdom or truth them being the ones who are the distractors and the detractors and the ones who are trying to ruin everything for everybody, including themselves, those ones. It have to be a stupid people to think that there's some prosperity that you can have being a detriment to life, that there's some prosperity that you can have by undermining a global humanity that you depend upon for your resources. You have to be delusional or just full of it. <laughs> to be in a place where you think that your money is greater than the integrity with which you walked and the fruit that you bore, the deeds that you create, or the detriment that you left. We have to come to a point in place where we will not follow those who really don't deserve to be followed and to know that it is our time to raise completely up with a wholehearted and full commitment to living and the laws that govern us, being obedient and disciplined, Repentant, rejoiceful, thankful, grateful, and understanding that everything in life serves us. And the activation of our talent, skills, and abilities is so that we are able to give a greater service. On behalf of the wholeness of everything and everybody. 
You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you so much for your consistency. Thank you for your support. Thank you for taking the time to go deeper, to reach higher, to uncover, self-discover, to self-realize, self-actualize, and stand in the integrity of the all that you are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. For any time I come to the airways, I am always coming with the intention to remind us of how divinely blessed we each are with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts to come to a place and place where we are really caring to be victorious and triumphant in our life overall circumstances and situations over all illness, sickness, and disease, over all despair, depression, suppression, oppression, and being pressed upon to realize that there is a victory in the triumph that has already been won, and our responsibility is to stand with it. Because there are no forces, no bosses, no schemes, no governments, no militia, nothing, and no one who can outthink the intelligence of existence, outlast it, out love it outstanding and we each are these points of it so being in the integrity of the truth of ourselves is what is necessary in order for us to truly be successful in our lives there is so much acquisition and acquiring and trying to get this and trying to get that and do this and do that but the real work is standing in the light of the truth of the ones that we actually are in self-actualizing, self-realizing, harmonizing with the will of existence, the laws of existence, and meeting the prerequisites for being qualified for continuance in existence upon the earth and beyond the earth. To realize that there's a scheme, an agenda, that is genocide. To have us in a place and space where we're all right with dying. We're all right with the sickness and the illness, and we can get paid for maintaining and sustaining that which need not exist. And so I'm the one to remind us that there is duty, obligation, and responsibility that we have in this now moment to stand forward, to stand up on behalf of all of those who could not, on behalf of all of those who've come and gone, on behalf of all of those who didn't make it, on behalf of all of those whose names we can call and all of those whose names we will never be able to call, on behalf of the youth and the children and the animals and all whose blood has been spilled upon this planet. It is our time to come to that place and space where we are dead definite about what we're living for, purposed as to why it is our time. And to be in a place where every atom and every cell of our being is being completely cleared and cleansed, charged with each and every breath, and our consciously reaching for that which is the light of our own supreme intelligence to understand that liberation has not been won yet. 
But we don't have to wait for the whole planet to be liberated or for the whole of humanity and humankind to be liberated before we each have the opportunity to stand as liberated beings. But we must be committed to law. There's been so much rhetoric, so much philosophizing, so much doctrine and indoctrination, so much miseducation, so much religious training, socialization to teach us how to think or not teach us how to think, but to give us our thoughts, to give us other people's theories and opinions about a thing, to have us in a place where we are more committed to a belief system than we are to absolute truth, and to be in a place where we are not having an understanding and an understanding as to how to truly stand when we are being warred against as is evidenced in all of the sickness, the illness, the disease, the despair, the obesity, the diabetes, the high blood pressure, the cancer, the autism, the lupus, the multiple sclerosis, the muscular dystrophy, the autism, the arthritis, the rheumatism. It's all kinds of illness and disease that is out there from AIDS to zits. And I am the one to tell you that it is because we are being fed the flesh of dead animals that is tainted with all manners of hormones and chemicals, nitrates and cancer causing things. In addition to the pathogens that lie dormant in that flesh until they begin to come alive within the very intestines of you. We are in a now moment where we have to understand the root of our issues and to be in a place and space where we are all right with being completely cleared and cleansed and purified so that we are able to walk in the integrity of the truth of ourselves, knowing that there is no greater success than our having self-realized and self-actualized as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence that is supremely present all-pervasive, filling all spaces. And to know that we are all here for its purposes. And no one is purpose to serve death or to be undermining the rights of beings to have the right to their lives as purpose. That is not purpose in existence. That's the evidence of distortion and dysfunction misalignment, degradation. Our being in a place where we are realizing the one real eye that sees and knowing that it sees through every eye and that everything and every being that has an eye has enough sense to care for its life, to care to live, to exalt a full life's urge, to do nothing to undermine itself, to know its food, to excrete its waste, to know its kind, to perpetuate itself, and to have an ability to respond correctly and directly to being warred against, being under siege, having its life threatened. Except for the chickens and the cows and the pigs and the animals that are being cultivated for human consumption here in the States. These animals are not 
able to respond correctly, even though there is so much pain, so much frustration, so much anguish and so much so much angst that is charged upon their tissues as a result of being overcrowded and violated, shot up with all manners of things and being in detriment and fear their whole lives. Our now moment is pregnant with opportunity for us to really know how to respond correctly and directly to being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide and to know that our first line of defense is to do nothing to undermine ourselves. And the second line of defense is as a result of being on the path of adulteration, being cultivated and socialized to no longer be with the creator intended as an adult then to consciously care to exert a full effort in repentance and forgiveness and clearing and cleansing and purification and mineralization and alkalization so that we are facilitating consistent cellular regeneration in harmony with the laws of existence, the will of existence, and that which is our gift and our birthright, as we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, and we dwell upon the planet that is suspended in its presence, by virtue of its presence. Our having the realization and understanding that we are already in the realm of eternity should support us in rebuking and revoking the belief that we're supposed to be dying. When we were told that the wages of sin is death. And on one hand, people would want to say, oh, well, everybody dies. And then on the other hand, they say, well, there is no death. But then there is absolute truth, that there is absolute law. And to consistently be in violation of the very laws that govern your being, to be in a place where you are consistently ignoring the laws that govern your being, to be in a place where you do not care, to be harmonized with the laws that govern your own existence itself, and that you are complicit and complacent and co-conspirating with the forces of sickness, illness, disease, and death, and the perpetuators of all of it, and then think that there is no death at the end of it is foolishness. But as long as we're mindless and thoughtless, as long as we can be enticed, driven around by our appetites, our lusts, and our desires, to be in a place and space where whatever the commercials say, then we'll run this way and we'll run that way. You begin to go to your doctors and ask the doctors if you should be on this prescription or you should take this thing for that thing and the other thing. And I'm just saying we are in a place and space where we don't have to have doctors in our lives at all. If we would care 
to bring the fullness of the intelligence of existence back into the fullness of our conscientiousness in every atom and every cell of our being to be restored, to be cleared, to be charged in the life force of existence, to realize that there is nothing that we cannot accomplish when we are rightly aligned with the truth of ourselves and to know that there's a truth as to what facilitates and perpetuates consistent cellular regeneration. And it cannot be as a result of our consistently creating more and more acidity, bringing more and more toxins into our systems through all of the packaged things, all of the things that have all of the colors and all of the additives and all of the chemicals and all of the hormones and all of this garbage to put us in a place where we think that junk in, junk out. No, junk in, the junk don't get out. And that's why there's so much obesity because the body cannot eliminate it in and of itself. When your breakfast is eggs and bread and pancakes and waffles and cheese and hash browns and last night's dinner, yesterday's pizza, you're microwaving and this is how you start your day with oatmeal and all of this, then no, that stuff does not get out. It just creates more and more and more constipation. And we must remember that our bodies are 80% water or should be 80% water. What we have now is not bodies that are 80% water. It's 80% sludge. That is the mucus and the chemicals that the mucus holds, and then the parasites, the worms, the organisms, the bacteria, the viruses. We have to come to a point in place where we realize that there is a right way to live, to live, not just to be living to die, but to live, to be victorious and triumphant over circumstances and situations, to have the right to a right mind, to be able to think, to have the clarity of thought and the clarity of mind with which to create. And you know that you would not in your right mind be creating devastation for yourself or your children or your loved ones. Heartache and heartbreak, withering away with MS and cancer and all these diseases, we have the capacity in this now moment to flip this script and to change this whole paradigm of sickness, illness, disease, and death, this popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity. Laying foundation for entrapment and incarceration, having the wrong thought, being impatient, will not develop yourself, taking for other, from other ones because it's your right. Might makes you right. Really? And to have a government that sets such a stupid example for other ones that they go into other people's places and say, oh, well, your leader is this, that, and the other. Let's kill him. Let's go in and and bomb the communications and poison the water. Let's go in and devastate the people. And then let's spend billions of dollars rebuilding the place. This thing is so hideous that it's amazing that anybody would want to be referred to as as grownups when you're acting like such stupid people. Stupidity is 
knowing that you're wrong, not caring to be right, being so wrong and being so pompous that you don't care to self-correct, that you would prefer to be on a cataclysmic ride with demise and lead everybody straight to hell than to get yourself in order with the cosmic forces of existence so that you could be qualified for continuance in existence and repent from your wickedness. And nobody's lineages, nobody's education, nobody's religious training, nothing that man has given you capacity to do can absolve you of duty, obligation, and responsibility to serve the forces of life. It is totally antithetical to what it is to be human, to feel as though you have the right to kill, you have the right to usurp, you have the right to enslave, to bastardize, to control. The rights of other ones to have the rights to their lives. And as we witness a global failure. In that so many ones. Have been under the yoke of oppression under other ones for so long. That there is a movement. To liberate everywhere. But the path of liberation has not been clear to people because they have not understood the connection between the clarity of mind and the cleanliness of blood. They've not understood the true methodology of oppression. It's not just the politics and the politics. It's not just unfair labor wages and whatnot. It is the fact that those ones who would call these ones offensive and guilty continue to eat and feed from their products and undermine their cellular functioning. We cannot be a liberated people when we eat from those who are the oppressive entities and energies upon the planet and we're feeding off of the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and ducks and quail and ostriches and alligators and crocodiles and all of and and uh, sturgeon and all of the fish whose eggs these people have to eat are people who consistently try to eat other people's progeny I mean, we, I mean, we're not we're not even thinking about it, that you are feeling as though you have entitlement to eat somebody else's babies before they're born. That's what the egg is, the genetic information, chromosomes and genetic information that is the impetus of the life of another being. And you all are eating that two and three a day. And then if you're bodybuilding, you're swallowing them down without even cooking them. And I'm just saying is that we are being influenced by those who don't have a real clue as to what the purpose in existence upon the planet is. And lawlessness is everywhere. And it is the lawlessness, the ignorance of the law, the disobeying of the law. The disregard of the law that is creating such backlash and chaos 
and dysfunction and degradation, sickness, illness, disease, and all of that. But we have power right now to change the whole thing. It doesn't have to consistently and continuously exist. Just because you've been diagnosed with something does not mean that you cannot clear it. It doesn't mean that you cannot heal it. It doesn't mean that you have to be under this and that and on these medications all of your life. You do not. But your spirit has to be reminded. You have to be reminded that the spirit that you are is of God. The spirit that you are comes from somewhere else. The spirit that you are is is in the body. You are not your body, but you have the capacity to really reprogram every atom and every cell of your being towards conscious immortality. But will you choose life? Will you consciously care to go deep and to reach high and to stand as a liberated being? See, we get what we ask for but what are you asking for what are you living for what do you truly want and I'm the one to tell you you will never have anything greater than who and what you already are and wisdom would have you care to be in the greatness of the truth of yourself because being under the auspices of stupid people Being under the auspices of those who are careless and lawless and mindless and thoughtless, that are rapists, murderers, liars, thieves, warmongers, and you submit and surrender unto them, to the disregard and the disrespect of the divinity of your own being and the divinity of all of existence, then there's a shared tragic date with fate. And as we see the waters warming, as the ice is melting and the volcanoes are activating and the earth is tilting and the storms are brewing and the flooding and the drought, understand that our opportunity to live the rest of our lives so that we can truly leave the planet is really what we could be doing as opposed to just working and Dissipating our life force to the degree to which we are succumbing, being stamped out like a candle that has been covered till it goes out. I encourage you to look at yourself and to look yourself in the eye and get real serious about claiming the truth of yourself as God in that temple and to know that the adage and the thing that we were told in terms of cleanliness is godliness that it's the cleanliness of the temple and we have been under the auspices of those who have desecrated the sacred grave sites and desecrated the people of the planet the indigenous and the native robbed the pharaoh's tombs and whatnot and now they figured a way to literally rob the temples of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses of our wealth and our treasures of our morality our high ethic our sensibilities our creativity our faith our confidence our ability to respond correctly and directly to being warred against by the forces of Satan, Lucifer, and the devil. 
And so in this now moment, we have to claim our victory and to know that this is a really wonderful time to be alive. And though we are having to say goodbye to many of those that we've come to know and come to love, as they are succumbing or making transition or ascending, that our grief can be transmuted into inspiration to walk a greater walk. To stand in greater light. To live, to honor, and to be a glory unto all of those whose hands reached and extended to us, lifted us, whose arms embraced us, whose lips kissed us, who understood us, who forgave us, who taught us, who disciplined us. We do not live by our own auspices. And to be in a place of consistent respect and reverence and regard and appreciation and appreciative love with the conscious care to be a glory unto that which beats your heart and that which breathes you to the degree to which you do nothing to disregard and disrespect it that you will honor and treasure yourself as its gift to you and to understand that the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, the alcohol, the tobacco, the sugar. These are the tools of oppression and the weapons of mass destruction. And the freer we are from them, then the greater integrity we have is these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. The more we apply ourselves to being the more, to tapping into the infinity of possibilities to be ever reverencing in the presence of the absolute that is all pervasive and all and filling all spaces that when we can give our conscious thought to that which is absolute reality dwelling in eternity traveling in the cosmic as citizens of the cosmic than to know that the seed of divinity that we were gifted can be nurtured and cultivated so that we are truly maturing in the light of the truth of the ones that we are. And so I encourage you to be real clear about what you're living for. Because your purpose in being and your being purposed in living, loving, lawfully, truthfully, reverently and respectfully, rejoicefully and delightfully, harmoniously, integritously is the key 
to the wealth and the truth of yourselves. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. 